What is good, all of our listeners? Welcome to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And in this week's episode, we are talking about the mental health of game developers, something I obviously don't have mental health because we're doing this podcast in this voice. You guys should really see the faces he makes when he does that. Welcome to Games and Groceries. He's like... Oops. His eyeballs roll into like the back of his skull and yeah. his eyelids flutter. It is the weirdest thing in the world. I am I the the spirit of the podcast is entering into me. Clearly. And, and it's just a spiritual moment for me. <laughs> Games and groceries. So Liz, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm excited for Christmas. Yeah? Yeah, because Because it's October. Well, well. yes. Yeah, yes, because it's October. Well, because it's October in a way of that um, the radio station in the city we grew up in Mm -hmm. has always put out this Christmas music survey to, like, tell them what songs you would prefer. Like, you rate a bunch, like, 200 and some songs um, that they, like, take all the survey stuff so they know what to play and how what songs to play more than others. For th- in the Christmas season, so that always gets me like pumped for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I finished that this week, so now I'm like, I'm ready. Like, yeah, after Halloween, I'll like Christmas my phone, which is like when I make my background and my ringtone Christmas, and that's how it gets me through November. Yeah, because you know, nothing happens in November. No, but that helps me get no, I mean, that helps me like get through November to get to Christmas. Like, you know, me, like, I don't listen to Christmas music until at least the week of Thanksgiving because it doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to sprinkle some Christmas in here and there, and I'm like planning my uh, our Christmas photo for our Christmas cards. Yeah. And I have my lists together, so um, probably in November I'll start a little bit of Christmas shopping here and there. Yeah. Um, I've already started my parents' Christmas gift, which I'm super pumped in making. Um, yeah, I'm like so ready for Christmas right now, and it doesn't help that like the youth groups. Yeah. Christmas packing party is like in two weeks. Yeah, we do. <coughs> Oops. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Um, yeah, I feel like in the fall, we're just going to be coughing all the time. Like I, like every episode, we should just take a hauls because as the fall, huh, fall hauls, uh, la 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 hauls. But no. So I don't know. It, it's just the mine fall is weather. allergies. That's why mine I'm congested. Is yeah, we do this in the morning, and so like all of like the morning phlegm is. It's a really great thing to be talking about yeah. on our podcast. Our morning phlegm. Exactly. Everyone needs to hear about it. Exactly. It's 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 podcast worthy. Um, but yeah, every year we uh, at, at the youth group we do Operation Christmas Child packing party, uh, which is done by Samaritans First. So uh, we ask people to donate gifts. We uh, pack boxes. We pack like over a hundred boxes yeah. to go to the Samaritan's Purse for Operation Christmas Child. So, it's but it's for Christmas, and we play Christmas music, and we give the kids candy canes. Yeah. So that gets me even more hype for Christmas. Also for good deeds and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but also, Christmas. also talking about uh, charity. If you're in the Long Island area, uh, mm-hmm. specifically around Limbrook. On November 10th, our church is doing a charity basketball game against the local fire departments. Yes. Uh, last year, we smoked them. It was amazing. Uh, but yeah, so if you come to Lindbergh High School on November 10th, that's November 10th of 2018, because if you're listening to this later on in the years, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, November 10th, 2018. Uh, if you come to Lindbergh High School then, uh, I believe it's 7 p.m. Some, think, something like that. Something like that. Uh, it's a charity basketball game, and all the proceeds will go to Wounded Warrior. And the community chest. Yeah, the Lindbergh community chest. And by when I say all proceeds, there will be raffles for a Nintendo Switch Fortnite bundle. And other things. And other things like beat headphones. But the big thing is the Nintendo yeah, Switch. Yeah, like the big prize winner this year. Yeah, so you can enter to win a Nintendo Switch uh, Fortnite bundle. So, again, that's November 10th at the Lindbergh High School in Long Island. And come see the Hungarian Barbarian. That's me. Oh, my goodness. Really? Just look for the center on the court that's bald with a beard and calls himself the Hungarian Barbarian. Or you look at our Instagram and there's like 10 pictures of you. Yeah, pretty much. I'm very vain in that way. 
So uh, before we get into table talk topics, I want to say that I played a game finally that I've been kind of dragging my feet on. Uh, I finally played Tacoma. Uh, Tacoma mm -hmm. is from the same creators from uh, Gone Home. I think it's Fulbright. I want to say it's Fulbright, but I think that's wrong. But uh, it's from the same developers as Gone Home. I did not enjoy Gone Home. No, Gone Home was terrible. Yeah, because it, it just set itself up to be like this really spooky, like uh, almost paranormal. Mm -hmm. Like, why is it house? Spoil alert for Gone Home. If you haven't played it, just skip over for 30 seconds to a minute. Um, you end up just finding out that the, the girl just ran away because yeah. she couldn't come out to her parents. Yeah. Which is a good message it's perfectly fine but yeah. it was a very big letdown and yeah. literally the whole game was you just roaming through the house reading things and looking at things that lead up to you finding that letter that your sister wrote yeah to you like it was such a letdown yeah it i'm not i'm not saying that like the message was wrong but i'm no. just saying it was just it was a lot of hype up to be just like oh okay like yeah nothing wrong with it i was just like oh well that was yeah. Okay, but Tacoma was phenomenal. I actually very much enjoyed Tacoma mm -hmm. uh, because it had a satisfying ending. Uh, the game mechanic is really, really cool where you're in a situation. It's one of those movies. It's like one of those movies where... Spoilers for Tacoma. Oh, no, it's just the game mechanics. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, just I the I thought you were going to give spoilers. No, 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 no. Um, no spoilers for Tacoma because I want you to go out and play it. Um, but Tacoma is what like one of those movies where it's... Um, like Sarah's perspective and then you go through the scene through Sarah's perspective and then uh, you go through the same scene right but through um, I'm trying to remember the character's names Nat's like Nat's perspective right mm -hmm. and you go through the same scene the same room and you try to find out what happened on Tacoma from different people's perspectives mm -hmm. it's, it's really weird to describe on a podcast but I highly recommend the game I think it's $20 full price if you buy it for ten dollars i think you're gonna get your money's worth and there's also a commentary mode on it so once you beat the game i highly recommend going through the commentary section because you get to see what the developers designed in the game mm -hmm. and there's a lot of things that i missed out on and i was like whoa that's amazing like tacoma i i very much enjoyed i won't say that it's the best game i've ever played mm -hmm. it, it, it definitely has its, its faults i if you did not like Gone Home, you'll like Tacoma, though. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think Tacoma is definitely worth the $20. Yeah. If not, 15 Like, it's, 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 and I got it for free on Twitch. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I'll play this sometime. Like, I really did not like Gone Home. But then I just sat down and played it. And I was like, mm -hmm. Tacoma's good. Mm -hmm. I like Tacoma. Tacoma's nice. It's a nice. <laughs> so, if you haven't played it yet, get it when it's on sale. I think it. I actually think the sale is ending today. It's like six fifty on the Xbox Store. Wow! So, uh, go get it if you're listening to this on Monday. <laughs> but it, it's always on sale though. Yeah. So yeah, play Tacoma sometime. It's it's a it's a blast. It takes like three hours to beat. That's not bad. Yeah, it's like a three hour game. It's not bad. You can beat it in like a like good afternoon. Yeah. So, but yeah, Tacoma, pretty good game. I give it a seven out of ten. Also this week. I saw the new Halloween movie. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, let's real talk quick. about that. Yeah, real quick. Just real quick. quick. Yeah, go for it. Everyone's saying it's terrible. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Um, It is kind of a... Like tropey. I don't know what that word means. Oh. It means, like, tropes in a, in a, in a movie are, like, um, cliches, almost. Yes, it's a very typical, like, it's almost exactly like the first one. Also, if you're going to go see it, just letting, letting you know... It pretends as if nothing happened after the first one. Like, literally, you only have to see the first John Carpenter's Halloween. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because they yeah. pretend that none of the other ones happened. So, you just watch that, and you're good. Um, but it was very typical Halloween movie. It's freaks out, kills people, until he finds Laurie. And, but the ending is amazing. Like, there are some people who really didn't like the ending, because it does leave room for a sequel again um but it is it's amazing and i absolutely i love it i would see it again i want to own it i want everything um yeah 
so yeah, I definitely suggest it. I don't really care what any other YouTube reviewers have to say about it. I really, yeah, really like it. Yeah, because they were kind of harsh about it. I'm not, because people try, because I was getting really mad. We watched one YouTuber um, review, and I was really annoyed because people try to, like, make Michael Myers, like, understandable. Like, mm-hmm. like, how did he do that? He's a seven-year-old guy, and... He, yeah. how, how did he do this? this I'm like, he's that's the point of Michael Myers. No one knows how no he does knows. these things. He's this just giant man who can just squish things like it's yeah. no problem. Like, it's not because he's supernatural. It's just that's the beauty of Michael Myers, that mm-hmm. he can just do these things and no one gets it. And they're like, and he's why does everyone care if he talks? Because he hasn't talked since he was 10 years old. That was a high cliff. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But but that's what I mean. Like he hasn't talked since he was ten years old. You'd want to know what he has to say too. Yeah. I see it. Okay. <laughs> I see it. That's what I mean. Like it just really bothers me when people try and like figure it out and be like, how does he do that? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like that's the point. It's a horror movie. Just yeah. If you don't understand slasher films. Don't watch them. Exactly. No, it's uh, it's definitely. It sounds like it's a movie that if you don't think about. If you're just going in for a slasher movie, exactly. Don't don't expect too much out of it because it's a slasher movie. Like it's it's a re it's a it's a continuation of a Halloween movie. If you haven't seen mm. any Halloween movies, then yeah. But yeah. if you've seen if you're going to see it, you've seen all the other ones. Yeah. And you should kind of know what you're getting. I think so. Okay, we can move on then. I just wanted. To what share. would you rate it out of ten though? Um, I'll give it like an eight or nine. Okay, your personal take. Yeah. Not thinking about it, just eight or nine. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Fair enough. So yeah, and I'd be perfectly fine with the sequel. I mean, I'm like, all right, can we be done? But at the yeah. same time, because they've just pretended that none of the other ones happened, so it's like, all right, what are we gonna do? But at the same time, I would watch a sequel because yeah. the way they ended it was really interesting, and I'd be interested to see what happens. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, buy Tacoma and then play that, and then go out to see Halloween. That's mm-hmm. a, that's your day off. If you have a day off, go play Tacoma and then go out to see Halloween. We just planned your like day off for day. you. Yeah. So. Now we go into our 10-minute segment called List. Table Talk Topics. There you go. Table Talk Topics. You're peeling your dry skin. I'm just picking my nose. Oh, my goodness. Stay alive. Look alive. (laughs) Speaking of which, where's our dog? He's underneath me. Okay. There he is. So every week week that we feel like doing it, uh, we shuffle our deck of Table Talk Topics. And we just pick one at random and do a 10-minute mini-podcast on the question that it's asking us. And this week's random table talk topic is going to be... What's the best smell in the world? Are you kidding me? Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, they're meant to start conversation. That'll start a conversation. What's the best smell in the and world? And if you start at, if you use this at the, like the beginning of dinner, like you don't have to just talk about that during dinner. You start with the best smell in the world, and then someone says something about ice cream. Then everyone's talking about their favorite flavor of ice cream, and like it can just go on and on and on. Yeah. So, what's the best smell in the world, in your opinion? Oh my. It um, it depends though. Like it depends on the season, cause like exactly. I think fall scents like apple cinnamon. I actually, f- uh, flavor. <laughs> I, in my office in church, I, uh, I I put in this apple cinnamon, like, glade scent. Mm-hmm. And I just, I close the doors when I'm gone so that it marinates. So that when I go into the office, it, I just like open the door. an explosion of apple cinnamon. Yeah. It's, see, that's a little too of a fruity smell for me. I honestly find the best smell in the world to be, like, cinnamon and ginger. Like, Christmas smells. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that makes sense because fall is your favorite season, whereas winter is my favorite season. Yeah. So Christmas smells to me. So that's like that gingerbread mm-hmm. smell. So like that cinnamon and ginger to me is like the best smell. It's so that's the most comforting smell to me. Yeah. And I'm the person. I'm a person who always in, wants to be like extremely comfortable, like just mm-hmm. like relax under a blanket drinking hot cocoa. So like that, like a smell that is relaxing yeah. is the best smell to me. So definitely like cinnamon and ginger. Just like. And you also like pumpkin spice the smell. Pumpkin, but that's because it's got the cinnamon. Like yeah. that cinnamon smell is yeah. like very comforting to me. Every week we actually light a pumpkin spice candle in our recording. We have like five different pumpkin spice candles upstairs. Yeah. But we all we're also recording in the back room of our basement. So it can smell a little musty at times. Yeah. Especially in Long Island. It rains mm-hmm. and it's like But it sounds musty. better than our sunroom. 
Yes. There, we we were originally recording like in a room right off our living room. With it was our sunroom, so there's two. It's a very small room where it's like two windows on the left, two windows on the right, and that takes up the whole left and right hand wall. Mm-hmm. It was very. It's a small. And you could hear all the motorcycles and. All the motorcycles when the lawn guys come and yes. hear everything. All the birds, the suicidal birds that hit our windows. <laughs> so it, if you got time, um, you can listen to our earlier podcasts. Like episodes one through three are Sounds recorded. Terrible. Yeah. One through three are recorded in the room off side of our um, living room. At one point, we did it under our blanket and sweat our butts off. Because we also started in mm-hmm. like July. Yeah. And it was hot in there because it's a sunroom and we don't have an air conditioner in there. Mm-hmm. So we were just sitting under this blanket boiling trying <laughs> to do the podcast. And now we'll do it in the back room of our basement, which is a lot quieter, but it stinks. Sometimes I, say it I don't want to say it stinks. It just smells musty. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we have the pumpkin spice candle, because I think we both agree that like that's a where like our middle ground. Yeah. Like my my best scents are two, uh, I I love Hawaiian breeze. I love Hawaiian breeze. Hawaiian breeze. Is nice. uh, but it can get much sometimes. Yeah. See, I, like I like other scents. Like other scents are fine, but mm-hmm. my favorite is probably cinnamon. Yeah. Probably my favorite Which is. It's funny because I really don't like cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> I I like apples and cinnamon, like the scent. Yeah, you know? I think you like that little bit airy, like freshness of the apple, mm-hmm. but you like the hominess of the cinnamon. I hate clean linen. Like that. See, that I don't mind that smell. Like it just I think that's good for like bathrooms and bedrooms. Yeah, bathrooms and bedrooms. But I'm just like, what's the point of this? Like every time I smell it, that's more of literally to just make the air fresh. Like, yeah. don't really care what it smells like, but you like it fresher. Good. Yeah. yeah, you don't want it to smell like a a fruit center. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot, a lot. So that's my thing. A lot of the fruity scents are a little too overpowering for mm-hmm. me. So Hawaiian breeze is like okay. Yeah. But and the apple ones are okay. But like other like peach and mango like. Mm-hmm. Those, like, hurt my brain. Yeah, but uh, pumpkin spice is good. Apples and cinnamon is good. I like that. Um, vanilla, I really, really like. I am not usually a fan of the vanilla smells. Yeah. They seem to be, they feel, like, too strong to me, usually. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. Like, it, sometimes it can't. Like, I put vanilla in the youth room, and it was Glade, and it, it smells smells like m- fruit. It smells like fruit. I it was like, what the like crap? Vanilla. Honestly, you'd probably get a better vanilla smell if you put, like, a sugar cookie. Yeah, honestly, like it's it's by Glade and then, like Glade. I think it's Glade, right? That we have. Sure. Whatever. I I think it's Glade, and I put it in, and I was like, I mean, it smells good. It's just not vanilla. Yeah. It smells like perfume. Every time our kids yeah. come in, they're like it smells good in here. I'm like, and I ask them, well, what does it smell like? Like perfume. I'm like, yeah. well, that's not what I was going for. Yeah. So you'd be probably better off putting like a sugar cookie scent in there or something. Yeah. Honestly, and I'll tell you the secret, listeners. Uh, I. Because we're trying to teach something here, what's the uh, highest, right? Uh, what What's the highest uh, scent that takes back into your memories, right? Uh, the, your sense of smell will take you right back to memory the quickest out of all your scents, right? Mm-hmm. So I figured we'll put in the most common scent, which is vanilla, right? And then when they smell vanilla, they'll go into what I'm talking about. Like, they'll mm-hmm. remember youth group, right? They'll remember the good times of youth group. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's great. And then I put in vanilla, and I'm like, this is not vanilla. Yeah. This is your mother's perfume. Yep. <laughs> it's disgusting. But, no, I I don't like the berries, though. Berries is a bit strong. Yeah. But, yeah, so I, I think I'll give my final answer of um, apples and cinnamon. Sometimes Hawaiian breeze. Hawaiian breeze is my second I think it's funny that the first thing you and I went to, mm-hmm. or at least you went to, was candles and air fresheners. Yeah. Instead of thinking of like fresh cut grass. I don't like fresh cut grass. The, or like the smell of the outside in the fall or winter. Like I, when I said yeah. um, I cinnamon like and ginger, I was thinking like cookies. Yeah. Like gingerbread cookies. For those who live in the Northeast, because I don't think the Southwest really knows this smell, but. That smell in the air right before it snows, like it, you can say like it smells like it's gonna snow. Yeah. You know, like like Lorelai Gang Ice. It it's weird. I don't know what it's what it smells like. I don't know how to describe that smell, but right before it snows, it's just it's very dry and crisp. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's just like that that weird combination of air where you're just like, feels like snow. It feels and like it felt snow. like snow. I've been saying it's been feeling like snow a lot lately. So I wouldn't be surprised if in a couple of weeks if we get mm-hmm. snow. Like yeah. I would be sp- like they said it's gonna be a snowy winter. So I wouldn't be surprised if it started snowing in November, December this year. I would love to do a podcast in the snow. That's like in the snow. Yeah, outside? like in the snow. You want to go outside? Like and legit do a podcast outside. Like Vikings. I mean, you know what? That's mm. like really good soundproofing. So yeah, it's snow. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Can't hear anything when there's snow outside. Yeah. Viking podcast. Welcome to Games and Vikings. My name is Adam. <laughs> uh, we have outlets on the deck. Right on. But uh, yeah, so I, I think we can end it there pretty early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two minutes to spare. But yeah, uh, probably my favorite outdoor scent is that smell right before it snows. Mm-hmm. But my favorite like glade scent is probably apples and cinnamon. And yours is the cinnamon. Ginger, yeah, ginger. gingerbread. 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 There you so, go. So like that's cinnamon and ginger. Yeah. But uh Too yes. bad I really don't like cinnamon. I don't like gingerbread cookies or anything or ginger snap stuff. So uh thank you for listening to this week's Table Talk Topics. Now let's get right into the gaming news because you come here for gaming news and gaming topics well we covered the groceries oh we did we did cover this the groceries. Is the gaming yeah so uh before we get into the gaming news we'd like to invite you to uh follow us on twitter at gaming groceries follow us on instagram uh games and groceries that's our instagram title and we we put in like behind the scenes photos and uh you know just alerting you when the next podcast mm-hmm. is up and memes uh, and then Twitter, uh, sometimes it put up polls, and you guys can vote for it. But yeah, and we also noticed that a lot of you are listening to uh, on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. If you can do us a favor and just give us a rating on our podcast, whether it be uh, one star to five star, give us your honest opinion of how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Because the best way to get on uh, Apple's front page, right, is when Apple sees that there's a lot of ratings going yeah. on. They'll say, okay, we should give them more notes. So give us your honest feedback on Apple Podcast. So give us a rating on our like podcast page, I guess. I, I guess that's what it's called, the podcast page, uh, Games and Groceries. So thank you for listening to us. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. Good day. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcast, uh, uh, just give us a slight little rating. It's a free way to support the show. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcast. Ba-bam. 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 Let's get right into the gaming news. Let's get into... Let's be- do it. Yeah. I think the dog wants to sit in your lap. I think he does, too. Come on, Floki. All right. There we go. Good boy. Okay. He was, he's, like, struggling. Like, wait, I'm allowed? So, my dog is on my lap. But let's get into the gaming news. Woo! All right. This is our top three gaming news every single week. There's a lot of gaming news that goes on, but these are, this, these are three. Don't chew my headphone wire, dude. He wants your fingers. Yeah. No, he wants the wire. Uh, these are the top three that kind of, like, struck us mm-hmm. the most. Uh, but the number three, we'll get it right into this week's big topic. But number one, let's talk about this. The PS4 message bug, Brick Systems. Yeah. So there was this um, virus that was going around to people's PS4. And you would get this random message from a stranger, mm-hmm. and it's just gibberish. Like, yeah. it doesn't really make any sense. And then as soon as you open that message, your system gets bricked. Or sometimes yeah. just it doesn't function at all, right? Uh, so this has been a bunch, like, a bunch of people have reported it being down. Sony said we're on our way to fix it. Sony has fixed it, but they have alerted you that you should be setting your messages to private, that nobody uh, spams you like yeah. that but why would you think of that you know you play an online game to yeah, meet people exactly so it's like what sony's kind of like i don't know they didn't blatantly say it like you're stupid but like they're they saying like you should be setting it to, to private like yeah who would think to do that yeah you know don't put the blame on us no i don't think they're like putting the blame no i don't think so either i'm just being facetious not facetious but bitter yeah but at least they put it out like saying, listen, if you put it on private, you won't be able to get the message mm-hmm. and your system will be fine. Exactly. No, I, I, I think it's there's not much more to say about it, but just be careful about people. And you know, the thing about hackers, dude, like people who hack systems just to 
get a laugh. Or I don't know why you do it. Yeah, like you get nothing out of someone's system bricking. So why do it? I saw we we keep seeing this Facebook meme going around about like this one Twitter post saying all y'all hackers like keep like shutting systems down. But what you should be doing is going to everybody's student loans and deleting student loans. Like, what are you right? waiting for? Like, if you can do this. I'm sure you can do it. Now just do it. Now just go ahead and delete all of our student loans. Yeah. Thank you very much. But yeah, you can steal the money out of my account if you put it towards mm-hmm. putting it in student loan stuff. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's definitely one of those things where you're just like, well, if they're capable of doing this, why don't you um, why don't you right. go, why don't you go into the student loans they're and like uh, doing delete the wrong them? Thing. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think any. I honestly don't think anyone would blame them if they went into a student loan site and just mm. deleted all the accounts. Yeah. I honestly think no one on that jury would send them to jail. No. I wouldn't. No. That's why I wouldn't be put on the jury. But yeah, everybody <laughs> on the jury is like, "Do you have student loans?" Yep. Oh, sorry, you can't be part yeah. of this. It's like <laughs> three quarters of the jury is just like out. Yeah. But so yeah, not much more to say about that. But just be careful what you open on PS4. I hate that you have to be careful about what you open. people are jerks. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a sad fact, but it's a fact. I just got done playing Rainbow Six Siege yesterday, and, like, I like I almost beat an entire team. And then, like, when I didn't, they all messaged me, like, oh, man, you suck. And, and they kept saying, like, oh, you like men? Like, what? I don't understand. People are stupid. They're you're probably playing with, like, a bunch of teenage boys. Probably. And I just looked at those messages, and I'm like, yep, you're probably 15 years old. Yeah. If they're 25, then I'll be just like, ooh, man, you're probably single, aren't you? <laughs> anyways, <laughs> no no harm, no foul. But anyways, uh, number two gaming news. Uh, Sony announces that Days Gone will be delayed again, right? So this mm-hmm. week, uh, Sony uh, put out the announcement. Days Gone was originally set for this year, 2018. And then they moved it to February, right? Mm-hmm. Which when they did that, I remember thinking like, oh, Whoop! Lamp fell. That was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my lanta. So then they moved it to February, but I remember when they moved it to February, I was like, "That's when Anthem is coming out. That's when a lot of games are coming out." I can't remember off the top of my list or top of my head, but I remember for a fact uh, when Anthem's coming out. I was like, "Ooh, man, you're gonna get buried with that." Um. Oh, you're oh you're looking at the developer. Yeah, yeah. it's. Days Gone is developed by SIE Bend Studio. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, w- I was telling her before the podcast, like, oh, I can't remember who develops it. SIE. Never heard of them. SIE Bend Studio. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of listeners going to be like, how, how could you not hear of them? They they did such and such a game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. But it looks like a fantastic game. It looks really cool. Like, you're just on a motorcycle, just hunting down zombies. It, it looks mm. pretty B.A. Nobody says BA anymore. Anyway. No one says SOL. That's true. That is very My true. My dad was a big fan of saying SOL. SOL. What is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so it's originally coming out for this year. Then it moved to February during when Anthem's coming out and all the other games yeah. in February. And then they moved it to April, right? They, they moved it to April to avoid, specifically to avoid the February release monster that's smart and to polish the final bits so yeah it it goes into like when you delay a game it's actually a good thing for the player you Mm -hmm. know you don't need to play the game right there and then but people are just so desperate to play a game and then they get a junky game yeah they like rush these developers Mm -hmm. and so the developers are like i guess we should put it out and And then everyone complains that it's a crappy game like yeah there's no such thing as a finished game, but there's always a polished game. Yeah. You know? Uh, but again, not much more to say about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, look for Days Gone in April of next year. I can't remember if they said a specific day in April. Probably not. Probably not. But not yet. They said April 2019. Looks fun. It looks like a good game. It's uh, amazing how close 2019 is. I know. It's crazy. And then we're that much closer to 2020. Isn't that weird? Crazy. Yeah. Uh, our number three gaming news, and this actually brings us right into the big topic this week, the mental health of game developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rockstar's, oops, Rockstar actually, <laughs> no. Adam's mic just ran away from him. Yeah. 
Uh, Rockstar then clarifies, like, quote, unquote, I'm doing a little quote thing. Air yeah. quotes that no Air one quotes. can see but me. Exactly. Um, but Rockstar clarifies their 100-hour work week. They, they put out this report uh, to Game Informer. I can't remember who they interviewed with. GameSpot. Whatever. But they put out this press release saying, like, oh, look how hard we're working. We put out a 100-hour work week. And the community went, what? Like, they did not. That is more than two weeks of full-time. Mm-hmm. Full-time job is 40 hours a week. Exactly. And that's um, oh two work weeks and a half. Yeah, you know? pretty much. Yeah, and, and, like two and a half work weeks. Like, that's insane. That is insane. And people were just like, you work your your hours that much? Like, 80 hours is just insane. That's mm-hmm. like... That's like EMT hours, 80 hours a week, you yeah. know, 100 hours a week is now just to clarify, there's 168 hours per week. Right. And if you sleep eight hours a night, so was that eight times seven? I'm awesome at math. Well, seven times seven is 49. And then the listeners 56. Could, I remember my teacher taught me is five, six, seven, eight. Boom. So 56 hours. If you get to sleep eight hours a week, so uh, you're already at 156 hours, like working and then sleeping hours, eight hours and then working and working. Like you only have like what, uh, 12 hours left of the week. So that so put that into perspective, 100 hour weeks is massive, unnecessary, and you shouldn't be working not anybody that long. For, not good for your mental state. No. And Rockstar then clarifies because they were getting like a lot of hate comments about this. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. to your workers? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Only us and a few other of the management were working 100 hour weeks. So it was just like one and three others from management. No one's forced to work 100 hour weeks. I'm sorry. I don't care what job I'm in. You're not getting me. You're not paying me enough to stay that long. Yeah. I'll stay like half hour to an hour late if yeah. you need me. But no. And. Yeah, you can say no one's forced to, but it's implied. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's like saying like, oh, you don't have to stay overtime. Yeah. But if you want to move up in a company. Yeah, exactly. If you, you know, want a pay raise or if you want respect. a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no one's forced to work that much, but come it's on now. It's implied. And then finally, uh, employers were, or em- employers, employees of Rockstar were allowed to talk about their work experience on Twitter. Like they were allowed to go on mm-hmm. social media and put out like how much of a great environment it is. And I was like, I'm not going to believe a word. Yeah. That, well, that's what it said on Twitter. Like imagine, imagine listener, listeners, plural, hopefully. Um, <laughs> imagine listeners that your employer says like, oh, well, you know, they're saying that we're bad. Go ahead on Twitter and we want you to say like how good of an environment this is. You're obviously you know your boss is gonna look at all these Twitter feeds. Yeah, they're not gonna go and be like, My job sucks. Like yeah. there are people who have been fired for complaining about their job on social media. Yeah. Absolutely not. There's not gonna be honest feedback. Yeah. There's probably gonna be the, the kiss butts. Yeah. We're, we're we're good little Christian people and we won't say the word yes. But there's gonna be like good uh goody two shoes. Yeah, suck ups. Suck ups and they'll be like, Oh no nothing nothing happened to my job. But then you have all these other ex-employees, ex-employees, mm-hmm. so they have rights to say this. Yeah. You know, my job was terrible. Yeah. So, no, I'm not going to believe – I'm not going to believe every word I read. And yeah. J- And Jason Schreier I, – I forgot to look up if he put out the report, but Jason Schreier, for some reason, everybody gets his name wrong. Jason Schreier. Like, they're like, Jason Schreier? I've never heard of this guy. You've never heard of Jason Schreier. Like, he's one – he's like, in my opinion – the top uh, new uh, game journalists ever, like uh, besides uh, Jeff Keighley. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Jason Schreier is actually putting out a report on Kotaku of what these people are going to go through, right? Like he's yeah. actually collecting all these words, collecting these different stories, and even Jason Schreier is getting mixed messages from people mm-hmm. from rock stars. So he's going to gather together. I can't wait to read the article. Um. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet. I'll have to look it up after this episode. But uh, 
Yeah. If you put it on Twitter, if your employer says, like, oh, put, go on Twitter and tell them how much of a work week it is or how much of a great work yeah. experience. No. Like, no. No. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I respect everybody in the game developing field. It's not an easy job. But come on, Rockstar. You, you yeah, expect you us to believe. Like, did you really expect everyone to be like, oh, good for you guys when you put out that you make your employees work 100 hour weeks? Exactly. Like, come on now. Like, like you must have missed a lot of sleep if you thought that was a good idea. Uh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so they, they've clarified, clarified, you know, quote unquote. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. It's just us in management. No one's forced to work this much, you know. If you've ever worked retail, if you've ever worked retail, ever. I've worked mm -hmm. GameStop uh, for two years, and then I worked in a cheesesteak place uh, in Philadelphia. Like, if you ever work in any retail or food industry, you're not forced to work longer than you should be. You're not forced. Yeah. But it's implied. The only thing difference with retail and stores and stuff is that mm -hmm. they don't let you work over 40 hours in the week. No. Once you hit 40 hours, you're out. Do not stay. Get you, out. Once you hit 39, you're out. Yeah. They're like, I'm not paying you mm. overtime. Because if you work over at four, if you work to 40 hours. They need to pay you insurance. They need to pay you insurance and they need to pay you overtime. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so 39 hours. I've been hours kicked out once or twice when I was a teenager. They're like, you can't work anymore. Get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. But I if you ever worked a job and they say, like, you're not forced to work this much, like, oh, we don't expect you to work this hard. Mm -hmm. it, you know. You know mm -hmm. you're you're expected to. It, they kind of, yeah. like, wink at you. We don't force you. Like, come on, dude. Um, like, I used to laugh at my bosses when they said that. Like, when I were at one company. Um, yeah. They, even my boss now, they're like, you wouldn't want to stay and stay and finish that, would you? And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm just like, ah, no, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, I've done that a couple of times. My boss is like, I'm not staying. I'm leaving. Bye-bye. Yeah. Later. <laughs> so that's our top three gaming news of this week. And that actually segues, that segues right into our big topic of this week. Every single week, we like to bring a gaming topic, uh, outside of the box kind of topic. And this week, we're, we're talking about the mental health of game developers and how you should be treating them, how you should be working them. Uh, make sure that... Oopsies. Good job. I dropped my phone. Uh, and every single week, we just like to talk about... Um, there's our final results. Only four voters. Um, we like to talk about what it is. And we want to talk about mental health and game development. Now, I put on Twitter... And only four votes came in. Come on, people. Just click a button. Anyways, follow us on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries. So I put out a poll, and my question was, if a game like Red Dead Redemption 2 had to be delayed again to avoid hard crunch time, would you honestly be okay with it? Out of four votes, only one person... And so my, my selections were, yes, keep them same. No, we've been waiting too long. And kind of, but you got to hire better bosses. You got to hire better time management. And only one person said, yes, keep them same. And the other three straight up said, no, we've been waiting too long. So again, keep in mind, whoops. Again, keep in mind that's only four votes. So that's not really a good. Yeah. Um, it's not really a good uh, sample. Yeah. However, I, I think that people are kind of mixed on this though, because. Yeah. Yeah, as a human being, you understand that people need to be sane. You understand that people, like, should be treated well and they should get enough yeah. sleep. But at the same time, I feel like in America, we want things right now. We, we want to... Yeah. We've been waiting too long. It's time to get this. And I want to kind of compare Rockstar to Bethesda. Yeah. Or even SEI Bend developers, the ones who made Days Gone. <laughs> But days gone, you know, they, they understand, like, listen, like, it's going to be a tough road in February, right? And we, yeah. we understand you want to polish the game. So, yeah, take a little bit of time. Yeah. But I want to compare it to Rockstar, right? Rockstar and Bethesda. Mm -hmm. And you're probably saying, oh, Adam, of course you, you compared to Bethesda because Bethesda is your, your company. Maybe true. But, of course, they're dogs doing that. 
acoustic. He's well, sniffing the he's... acoustic foam. Hey. That was a toy. Anyways, but let's talk about Bethesda for a little bit, right? So Bethesda came out. Uh, Pete Hines said, like, listen, uh, for those of you who are waiting for Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield, right? For those of you waiting for Elder Scrolls and Starfield, uh, it's not going to come out for a while. And then he says, not for a long while. Mm -hmm. You know, they're focusing on Fallout 76, which is, oh, the beta comes out tomorrow. The beta comes out tomorrow. You work tomorrow. Guess who's skipping work? No. Oh, dang it. But um, but he said, we're working on Fallout 76. It's going to be a much bigger game. It's going to be a different game. And just to clarify from last week, I can't. I kind of feel like people might see that I was a little hard on Fallout 76. Mm -hmm. I'm still playing it. I'm still buying it. But I think they missed an opportunity for people to talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying is that they missed opportunities in the marketing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that being said. But Bethesda, Pete Hines is just trying trying to say that it's like we're, we're trying to take our time. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Six was going to be a long ways away, but it's going to be a good game. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, the people at, at Bethesda describe Starfield as just changing the way people develop games. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to change <laughs> the game of game development. Yeah, and they can take as long as they want. You know, they're saying don't expect it for a long while. Mm -hmm. Whereas Rockstar, Rockstar is in a high-pressure situation. They want to make it as big as possible, unnecessarily big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, in this way of, like, it's it's going to be, an. I think they finally said on Xbox One, it will be 107 gigabytes on mm -hmm. Xbox One. So I think that's Scorpio Edition. It's going to be between 88 and 107 gigs. That's insane. That's unnecessarily big. And it's going to be 60-hour gameplay. So I think they said that the main story is going to take 60 hours to beat. Uh, even so, like, uh, it, just everything in the environment has an animation, like, has something to do with it, hair growth. It's just unnecessarily big and a lot of expectations. Yeah. And they're forcing their workers. Oh, well, I'm sorry. They're not forcing their workers. <laughs> but... They're not. They're for basically forcing their workers to work a hundred yeah. hour work weeks. No, like, let's talk about the mental health here, mm -hmm. right? Let Let's look outside of the game and talk about mental health here. First off, you need sleep. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Like, let me tell you. Like, yeah. you remember me in college? Like, I got like four or five hours of sleep a night, mm -hmm. and my anxiety was. At its probably absolute worst. My anxiety and depression was at its worst when I wasn't sleeping. Mm -hmm. Even when we first got married, my anxiety and depression was really bad. And it was because I still was coming off of that college sleep schedule. Yeah. And I was still only sleeping six hours a night. and I, But I was working full time at that point. Mm -hmm. So it was exhausting. And, like, it's not helpful to the work environment. They even say, like, students in college or studying for the SATs. Yeah don't stay up till 2 a.m. studying that sleep is way more precious than what you're studying because guess what if you're studying till 2 a.m. you're not going to retain anything so it goes to the same for the employees who are working 100 hour weeks yeah, yeah they're up and they're working 100 hour weeks but is it quality work is it worth that extra money when they're going to wake up in the morning and have to fix all the things that they did wrong because they were tired right and, and that's the thing like if you ever worked like on four hours of sleep and, and I see it on social media all the time. Like, oh, oh I wish I had four hours of sleep. Stop it. You get more than four hours of sleep. Like, yeah. I feel like every episode, and like, it's I'm okay. harsh. It's okay to only get four hours of sleep every once in a while. You yeah. can function off of that. But if that's all you're getting for, like, three months straight, like, don't that's not it. healthy. No. Uh, I believe the National Sleep Association, I forget the company. I, I always forget names. I'm horrible with names. But they put out that you need at least seven hours. At six, least. Six yes. to seven. I, I think uh, on average I get six hours. Well, like on average. I, I get about seven. Yeah, six, six and, and a seven. half, seven. Yeah. Like to be an adult, you know, y you're not going to get much sleep. Let, let's put that out there. You're going to get six hours maybe. Yeah. You know, four to six hours, sometimes seven. Uh, today we had a good nine. I think yeah, we could have gone to ten if the dog hadn't woken us up. Yeah, I was woken up by a nice, wet dog kiss on my lips. <laughs> He's like, mm. and then I fell back to sleep for yeah. two minutes, and when I woke up, his nose was like right in my face. Yeah, like staring me dead in the face. 
Now, talking about that, it's just like, now we work jobs where you, you work for a CPA, mm-hmm. I work in youth ministry, uh, and when I don't function for, now if I only got four hours of sleep per night, and I had to hang out with students all day, mm-hmm. I would be bitter, I, I wouldn't get anything done, because I would be, I've actually been in my office before, and I haven't had a ton of sleep, and I couldn't function, I couldn't, yeah. get, I couldn't get anything done, I had plans to do. But I just kind of sat in my office and I and I quite literally said as soon as I walked in, I'm like, OK, Adam, your objective today is to survive. Yeah. Like I, I pretty much just watched YouTube all day mm-hmm. and uh, ate lunch. Like that's that was my day. Yeah. But when I get seven hours, you know, boom, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good to go. Yeah. Like I can't imagine if I walked in. Honestly, if I only got four hours sleep, I might not even bother going into work because mm-hmm. I am an assistant so for a cpa so what i do is mm-hmm. i look up and down from the computer a thousand times a day inputting data yeah. and mostly i input like numbers all day like i'm putting in bank statements and um doing reconciliations and things so yeah. i'm looking at tiny numbers on a paper to tiny numbers on a screen and if i'm too tired i get uh, i'll get a migraine so if i'm only on four hours mm-hmm. and i try doing that i'm gonna last maybe an hour and have to go home yeah like I don't know how I don't and like game developers all they do is stare at the screen all day so if they are working on two to four hours of sleep like they're not healthy talking about people better get like a three-month vacation after this like talking about programmers like yeah the art 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 designers and uh, level designers they're they 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 need sleep too but programmers it's a headache to program things Mm -hmm. Uh, now just to point this out I tried to learn game development in myself I was inspired from Stardew Valley, and I was like, I can do this. No, I can't. Uh, But I tried to learn programming, and all I developed was a number wizard game. Mm -hmm. And there was one thing I changed, like one little thing, and then my title screen popped up during my game. And I was trying to figure out what I did, how I can fix it. Like, I I didn't understand, and I just, just from a number wizard game, just from a number wizard. And I spent a good two hours looking through my entire 30 lines of code 30 that's nothing 30 lines of yeah, code whereas these people are coding a 60 hour game yeah like thousands of lines of code yeah you know um but i was going through these 30 in like two hours like what am i doing wrong i finally figured it out and i can't remember what the problem was but i was functioning on eight hours of sleep and i was having a headache yeah these these people it, you have to understand that like just just learn to program just learn to program 50 lines that's it yeah just try to program 50 lines of code and then like think of the game developer right where they're looking through this and they have to make it function if one line of code if you don't if you don't put in a semicolon yeah like just a semicolon things wrong yeah if you put in one bracket wrong your game will crash Mm -hmm. like if you're so the way programming works is that like you put in so it's simply without any visuals here mm-hmm. but if you put in one bracket and then you put in your line of code and then you end it with a bracket you're saying that that code goes together but mm-hmm. if you get to put in a bracket your your game doesn't know where to end yeah so imagine trying to program and remembering all of that and how to write the code and all the english that goes into it mm-hmm. all the language of the code on four hours of sleep on yeah. four hours of sleep like that's ridiculous that's ridiculous to think about that's why I think that, you know, game developers shouldn't be afraid or game publishers shouldn't mm-hmm. be afraid to say, hey, we need to delay this game. If we can't get it done on a 70 hour work week. Yeah. 70 hours is still ridiculous. But it's there are many jobs out there that they work that those hours. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, before you even continue, um, before you even continue. Understand that this 100-hour work week was due to crunch. Now, what crunch means is that it's like a couple months before mm-hmm. release, and you still need to get things done. Like you, like yeah. you get to the two-month period before it's released, and you still haven't had everything done. And yeah. so you're going through what's called crunch, mm-hmm. right? And that's where where these 70, 88, 100-hour work weeks come from. So yes, I understand where it's not 100 hours for years. Yeah, it's yeah. But I'm sorry. Yeah. But 
if you're at a hundred hour work weeks mm-hmm. in your crunch period, you did not plan very well. No, and that's like that's a little too much time to crunch. Crunch is like cleaning it up. Yeah, you shouldn't have to work a hundred hour work weeks to clean it up. No, like that's insane. You did you either didn't map your time very well and plan very well. No, or you didn't give yourself enough time. And that's the thing. That's why I put in that third option into my poll at Gaming Groceries. That's why I put in that third option, kind of, but hire better bosses. To be to be in that situation means that you, you didn't have a good boss who learned how to manage time correctly. Yeah. You know? So you had these 40-hour weeks, and I think – I don't know how long development was for this game. I don't know if they announced it or not, but it sounds like it's been years and years and years. I mean, let's talk about Mass Effect, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah. They had five years to develop that game in Bioware. still didn't do very well. Mm-mm. You had five years. You had five years with yeah. this game. And I understand there's other games that you got to work on. Mm-hmm. But if, but on, I mean, like, I understand. I understand these yeah. companies, they produce a ton of things. These people have a ton of different products they're working on at one time, probably. Yeah. But if you're saying this game, we're going to do, it's going to come out in five years then plan it to come out yeah. in a good condition. You have five years to do it. Five Prioritize year. correctly. Yeah, five years with an established game developer, Bioware, mm-hmm. with an established game IP mm-hmm. that is Mass Effect. You had five years. It should have come out, like, not perfect, yeah. but not like the main character wallowing in, like, a duck. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's just like in college when a t- professor gives you the entire semester to work on something when they say to you mm-hmm. this is a paper i want you working on throughout the semester it is your final but yeah. you have all semester to do it they expect that project to be good because you had four months to work on it yeah they expect it to be a good solid essay or whatever it's the same thing with these if you have five years to work on something mm-hmm. it should be pretty dang good and it's not good for the mental health of your developers it's gonna l- let them mm-hmm. leave like, imagine yourself, you know, in a situation where you have to work. No, I'm sorry. You're not forced to work. But you're working these long mm-hmm. weeks or, or these long work weeks, 100 hours. And imagine your mental state at that point. Mm-hmm. You, you're you're not seeing your family. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not seeing your family. Yeah. Uh, some of these kids, uh, like some of these people have kids. They have wives. Yeah. And they're not seeing them. And uh, they're not going to be passionate about what they're doing they're just going to be machines whereas we talked about this before that video games are an art form video games are uh art to these people yeah. they're passionate so about they're the passionate so of course they're going to do it yeah and, but if you make them feel like machines like you like you must program this mm-hmm. you have to do this you must yeah it doesn't it doesn't create a great work environment no. right now I will say this, though, uh, talking about passion, uh, a lot of people are saying that, oh, with the 100-hour work weeks, uh, should we boycott Red Dead Redemption 2? No! These people didn't do it for no reason. Yeah, uh, like, you should purchase it. You should purchase Red Dead Redemption because these people worked so hard in this game. So, if, like, let's put it out this way, okay? If you don't buy the game, these people lose their jobs. They worked 100-hour yeah. work weeks for them to just lose their job. But at the same time, I understand the concept of why they would boycott it because it's showing Rockstar that, like, you can't treat people like this. Yeah. It's it's a catch-22 because yeah. you want to put out a message, but at the same time, that message could lead to people losing their jobs. Yeah. There, there's a better way to go about it. Um, still buy the game for the developer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you can... Just come up with a better way. <laughs> Just come up with a better way. Buy the game because don't make them lose their job. Exactly. You know, because yeah. so many people, they boycott a game and then they end up losing. Like, look at Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know I said originally we're going to compare it to Bethesda. But look at Mass Effect. You know, uh, the sales numbers didn't do so hot. And then they put, uh, they, they closed out a studio, mm-hmm. uh, a one Bioware studio. And then they said they're putting the Mass Effect IP on ice. So. Yeah. Now you put some game developers in just, like, lost hope. Yeah. You know? So, like, and that's even worse on the mental health because it, it makes them feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. Like, like they put all this work in. They they lost time with their families yeah. just for nothing. 
Yeah. So imagine that on your mental states. Imagine that on your mental state where you worked a hundred hour work week, you missed the family time, you might have missed like your kids' recitals, birthdays, birthdays, for nothing, mm-hmm. absolutely nothing. So definitely don't boycott this game because that's even worse on their mental state. Yeah. I I think we should be caring about the uh, mental health of our game developers Mm -hmm. and and also not rush it, you know? Yeah, let them take their time because not only are you taking care of people when you let them take their time, Mm -hmm. but you're also getting a much better game at that point because if they take their time and they're able and they feel comfortable to push back the date a couple times, Mm -hmm. I think that's fine because, yeah, you have to wait for it, but you get a better game. Like, I want Sims 5 to come out, but if them not announcing it, and taking forever to make one means that I get a really good game in the end. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with that. And let's be honest here. Like, people are whining about, like, oh, I want Red Dead now. I want Red Dead now. Do you know how many games are coming out nowadays? Yeah. You have plenty of other games to play. Fallout 76. Let's go. Bethesda. I'm so pissed about it, but I'm still going to play it. Yeah, but you got 76. You've got Odyssey. Odyssey. Uh, what All those other games coming out in February. Yeah, in February. Uh, oh, there's a game coming out in November, and I can't even remember. <laughs> November, remember. But, yeah, there's plenty of games coming out. Like, 76 is going to take up a load of your time. Yeah. From what I've heard about Odyssey, you got a load of time from that. You got Tacoma. You got games in your backlog that you haven't played before. Y'all are set till at least Easter. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be honest here. There's so many games out. Uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops 4. Uh, I'm not buying it because I hate multiplayer, but, you know, you got but that. But you have it. Like, there's so many things coming out that, like, one game being set back a couple months so yeah. that... Soul Calibur 6. Like, you have plenty of other things to play to take your mind off of it. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, there's, we live in an age where, you know, it's not just one game per year that's, like, takes up the entire year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Dead is very important. Yeah. But... You can wait. Like if if they had to delay it just to, you know, just to preserve the mental state of these game developers, because you also have to worry about turnover at these jobs. Because mm-hmm. let let's look at Telltale. I, I put on the script. We're we're gonna put Bethesda on the line here, but we're we're gonna not. We're just gonna compare two different games. Yeah, but Telltale games. As soon as they said like, hey, we're gonna finish out Walking Dead, but with completely different people. That's not the same game anymore. It's, not, it's yeah. not the same game. It's not the people who have the heart behind it who yeah. have been developing the story. It's no longer uh, Telltale's Walking Dead because yeah. it's by a different developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the same way with Prey, I'm going to go back to Bethesda here. Uh, Prey was originally developed by somebody. Good job. Thank you. Um, but Prey, the original Prey, was developed by a studio. <laughs> by a studio. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you play the original Prey and then play Bethesda's Prey, yeah, right, it's completely different games. Yeah, they are not the same Prey. In fact, it's a reboot of the original Prey. You play the original Prey and then you play play and then you play Bethesda's Prey, right? They're completely separate games. Yeah, in the same way where if you take away Rockstar developers and mm-hmm. ask them, okay, and you like bring in new developers okay we're gonna do this and we want it to be similar it's not yeah you want these long time developers because you enjoy their art you enjoy yeah. their you, you enjoy their art you enjoy their their programming yeah um and you want them to stay so that you can continue enjoying yeah. their art because and that and like the people who develop a game from the first to second to the third fourth blah, 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 and go on and so on mm-hmm those people have been with this game. Yeah. It's their heart. It's just like writers yeah. or script writers. Like it's their characters. They ha- they they love these people that mm-hmm. they're making. Like that's their soul. Like that's part of them. Like exactly. And then you get these new people doing it. Yeah, they might have a heart. They might love the game and be into they enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah. But it's not like they're children to them as mm-hmm. it is the original creators or developers. Exactly. You enjoy their art form. You know. Yeah. Uh, bringing it back to Bethesda, you know, uh, Todd Howard, who leads the development of all Bethesda, uh, Bethesda Game Studio games, right? If you take away Todd Howard, you take away the heart of Bethesda, right? But if you take away the developers, right? If you take away all the developers that he works with, if you take down the sound designer, um, oh, wait, who's the art designer? It's like Adam Adamwinski. 
<laughs> it's like it's such a cool name. Um, but if you take away the art developer, which you did, oh man, sorry, that's mm. man, that was too soon. But <laughs> but you take away these people, and you're gonna have a completely different game. You're gonna have, in fact, Fallout seventy six is so different because. Uh, because they're bringing in new studios, they're bringing in the, the developers mm -hmm. for. Um, oh man, this is so embarrassing. But they they develop uh, a developer from Texas, and they brought them on to Bethesda to make this multiplayer yeah. Fallout game. And now it's a completely different game. Yeah. So understand that, like, when we're talking about the mental health of these developers, we're talking about keeping them sane enough to stay at Rockstar, so we can enjoy the art that we enjoy. Yeah. You know. Uh, if you go back to our original podcast of Games as an Art, we talk about how yeah. it's the passion behind these people. It's uh, it's the conviction of these people to, to develop these characters in the way yeah. that you do. And we can't underestimate that. So I think us as players, right, need to be patient with these developers. Mm -hmm. Like Days Gone being delayed into April we should completely be understanding of that because if if it looks like the ba game that's gonna be yeah you know let them take their time and make it a really awesome game yeah uh in the same way of elder scroll 6 right yeah i remember i was a junior in college when i played skyrim and i'll continue playing skyrim until the uh, day elder scroll 6 comes out yeah and guess what i'm still gonna be playing skyrim yeah you know but if Elder Scrolls 6 doesn't come out for a very long time until I'm like 35, mm -hmm. which it's more than likely going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I I have plenty of other games to play. Yeah. You know, I, I don't need to play that game right now. You know, if it takes that long to make a game that I enjoy um, separately. Yeah. Right. One, I have plenty of other games to play. And two, I'm understanding like they're not machines they're human beings yeah let's not le like really let's not like tear away from these game developers yeah you know tear tear them away from their families if yeah. they're only going to work 50 hours a week you know and, and it takes a longer time to yeah get the game out yeah let them spend time with their families let, right let them sleep right like let them eat lunch right Floki? <laughs> but Honestly, it comes down to us, the players. Yeah. You know? We have to be accepting of that answer mm -hmm. because that's the thing. When when you have players who are saying, when they say, like, we might need to push it back, and you have all these players who are like, unacceptable, I want it now. Like, mm -hmm. four-year-olds throwing yes. a tantrum because they want it now. Yeah. Like, that's what makes them do this because they're like, all right, well, if we don't get this out on time, they're going to, like, sales. yeah, they're not going to buy it. Yeah. And honestly, that I think that the stupid, you know, thinking because mm. I mean, no matter when you push it back, they're gonna buy it. Honestly, like if really, they're if gonna buy it. If Red Dead was delayed, would you then not buy it? Like honestly, exactly. Like, and I and I think, and you can also say like, well, it's also the investors putting into it. It's also the publishers. Yeah, but they're thinking you're not gonna buy it yeah. because you're always on social media. And they're exactly. like, well, they're saying they're not gonna buy it, so we're not. So gonna we invest have to you. put it out now. Yeah. Like, we want to continue making money. It comes down to us, the players. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we enjoy video games, mm -hmm. but you should also enjoy mental health. Yeah. You should also enjoy when developers spend enough time with their families, they sleep. Yep. Because imagine, imagine a game when a developer sleeps a good seven to eight hours a night. Yeah. Instead of four. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they, they go into development because they're passionate. They'll do it regardless. But imagine the games that come out if they get a healthy amount of sleep, a healthy amount of time with their families. Yeah. Imagine the games that can come out with that. Mm -hmm. You know, it may take a while, but guess what? There's so many game developers. There's so many games that you can just play until they're ready. Yeah. I will continue to play these games until Elder Scrolls 6 comes out. And once Elder Scrolls 6 come out, um, it's it's game over for me. Mm -hmm. Like it's this is going to be officially an Elder Scrolls Six podcast. <laughs> like quite honestly, um, but until then, you know, I'll just keep playing the games. I'll continue to play Red Dead Redemption Two yeah. and Starfield. 
Clint Starfield coming out soon. I want Starfield now. Oh my goodness. But I think we can wrap wrap it up there. Yeah, I so, agree. Again, let's just wrap it up with this. Games should take a long time to develop. Yes. Uh, final thoughts. Stardew Valley took five years to develop with one person who works every single day for 14 hours a day. Yeah. Games take a long time to develop. Yes. Give them time with their families. Understand that they're human beings and not your servants. And care for their mental health. Yeah. Send them a gift basket. Who yeah. knows? You know, send them mini muffins. Yeah. Everybody likes mini muffins. Oh, yeah. Do you like mini muffins? I do. This this Floki? I can't have any. Oh, poor Floki. But care about mental health. If yeah. we're always on Facebook talking about mental health, mental states, and anxiety and depression, let's also care about the mental health of our game developers. Mm -hmm. Let's enjoy our games, but also let them enjoy life. Exactly. You know, I think we can wrap it up there. Yep. Stay healthy, stay mentally healthy, and stay safe out there. Yep. Again, we want to remind you to follow us on Twitter at Gaming Groceries. Follow us on Instagram, Games and Groceries, all one word. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, give us a good rating, a five-star rating, or else we'll send you mini muffins. Sure. <laughs> That's a threat. Um, <laughs> is that a threat? Mini muffins? <laughs> but, yeah, give us a rating. Give us your honest opinion so that... Um, you know, we get more attention there. Um, I did try to contact iHeartRadio, so it's going to take a couple weeks to get on there. So we will let you know when we're on iHeartRadio. But, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, we will, guess, see you next week. I can't see you, viewer. What do you look like? Do you have brown hair? We'll do you talk have to you hair? next week. Okay, yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Stay safe out there. Keep track of your mental health. See you later.